All right, guys, now we all want to get better on the instrument, but have you given much thought about how to get there? I think we can all look into the future and say, okay, well, I want to be this type of musician or this type of guitar player. I want to be at this specific level of skill and ability, but can you zoom out to like a 10,000 foot view of yourself and say, okay, well, in order to get there, this is the route I need to take. So that's what today's episode's about. You know, you have to know what you want in order to get there. In these times of instant gratification, short attention spans, and shiny new objects, I think we lost the true essence of what being a guitar player and a well-rounded musician is all about. Most of the guitar instruction and lessons consist of put your fingers here how-to videos. That's like trying to be an artist using paint-by-number kits. Throughout the years, I've realized that my students and I spend quite a bit of time talking about important musical concepts and other tangents about the guitar, and that is why we're here together. Welcome to the Guitar Alchemy Podcast. My name is Gene Argentine, and we're going to talk about the guitar and all things related to this amazing instrument. All right, welcome to this episode of Guitar Alchemy. In this podcast, we're going to talk about our aspirations. So what we're going to do is the whole theme of this episode is you have to know what you want and where you want to go before you can get there. So I liken it to uh, a map, okay? So when I first started playing guitar, um, I was consumed right away, you know? I connected really early with the guitar. I knew that like that was my instrument, man. That is how I wanted to express myself and that's how I identified myself was through music and through playing the guitar. So I spent all my time learning and practicing, learning and practicing, man. I started uh, lessons pretty much right away. I think I mentioned on the last one that, you know, I didn't touch a guitar before my first lesson. So I started practicing and learning right away. My teacher gave me these lessons. Here's what you need to work on. Dude, I was, I practiced every day literally every day for the first, oh, it must have been uh, two and a half to three years. Every single day, did not miss a day. I was very proud of that fact. And the only reason I missed when I did is because we went on a family vacation and we had to fly to this destination where we were going. We, we went to Hawaii and I couldn't take a guitar with me. So I had to go like a week without playing. And then after that, it was another, I don't know how many years of every single day, every single day. Early in my, in my lessons and in discovering the guitar and the, the type of music I preferred, uh, which was, you know, rock and hard, you know, more harder rock for the time. It was uh, late 80s, uh, not late 80s, I'm sorry, late 70s. And so Deep Purple was still pretty big. Uh, at that time, they had already disbanded. Richie was going, uh, already doing his rainbow thing for a couple years. But I was immersed into rainbow, but as well as Deep Purple and Deep Purple made in Europe. That was the album that just killed me, killed me. I would sit there and listen to it on the headphones and just be mesmerized by his tone and his control and how the band played. And every musician was like the peak uh, of their, you know, of their abilities, it seemed at the time. Anyways, if you looked at each member, you know, John Lord was, was the best, if not one of the best keyboardists at that time. I mean, really, who else was there? Rick Wakeman, there's a few others. But John Lord was it for me. Richie, that dude was the, in my opinion, best guitarist in that of that time. 
and that genre. Um, you know, Glenn Hughes, you know, he was made in Europe. It was Roger Glover on, on the other stuff. But at that time, made in Europe, uh, Glenn Hughes was a fantastic bass player, still is to this day. Uh, David Coverdell, legend. You know, Ian Pace, one of the best drummers. So every, one of the best drummers. So everybody in that band was a virtuoso on their instrument. And in that genre was like in the top three, you know, if you took that genre and say, okay, well, who's the best drummer? Ian Pace would be in in the top three, easy. Richie, absolutely. John Lord, same thing, everybody. So, I mean, I was really fascinated by just great musicianship and great, great musicians. So that is, that was like laying my blueprint. So I found out early what I wanted. I wanted to play well, I love Jimmy Page too, but I didn't want to play like Richie, but I wanted to have that level of skill. I wanted to be able to control my guitar the way he controlled it with his the feedback and everything that came out of that guitar just seemed planned and precise and uh, done with intention, you know, everything from all the pick scrapes to the, you know, to the arpeggios to the whammy bar stuff, all that stuff was just Oh, God, it was just a masterpiece, you know. So Deep Purple was absolutely it for me. So what I wanted to say, I wanted to be in a band, as, you know, all my friends, everybody that age that played music, you wanted to be in a band and you wanted to, and you wanted to, to be the best on your instrument. You know, there was, no, there was no prize for second best. It's not like these days where everybody that plays Little League, everybody gets a trophy. And you don't come in first place, you know what? You don't get a trophy, you know, you're not the best at something. Um, you know, there's no prize for second place. You know, so that's what it was in my, in, in, in my time back in the day when I was learning. So, you know, I really had to look deep in, into myself and say, okay, now what do I want? And how am I going to get there? You know, it's like getting into a car, and I love driving, but just getting into to a car, just driving, turn on the ignition, just Put your foot on the gas pedal to start driving. You know, make a left here or right there, whatever, with no destination in mind. You, you know, you're not going to get anywhere, or at least anywhere you want to be. You know, so that it's the same thing with music and developing your skill. Absolutely. So what happens is you need a grasp of where you want to go musically and what you want to accomplish with the instrument. You know, do you just want to play? around a campfire, you know, with, with friends, you know, or serenade a girlfriend, you know, play Johnny Cash tunes, uh, and no disrespect for any of that, you know, everything has its place. So to me, you have three different, I'm sure more, but I break it down into three different, um, sets of, of aspirations. You have your, people just want to learn a couple chords, strum an acoustic, play a couple tunes. And then you have the people that it's a hobby, you know, they really enjoy it and they do it when they can, you know, maybe get a, a, a decent guitar and, and a little amp and, and, you know, can play when the wife lets them play or, or, you know, or they are, you know, a day off from work, you know, but it, hey, you know, I play a little guitar, it's all good, you know, it's fun. And then you have the guys that, and girls, that the music and the instrument is, it's like embedded in their DNA, you know. You can't live without it, and it's a piece of everything you do. And it doesn't matter what genre you play, it's just that instrument is part of your makeup. 
you know, and that's how you express yourself and it's how you identify yourself. I always identified myself, whether it's right or wrong, through the guitar and and uh, and my abilities, you know. I mean, it was very much a goal of mine to be the best locally, the best local guitarist I could. And in my opinion, I accomplished that. But, you know, it, I was young and it was, a, you know, I was about 60 minutes drive time with no traffic, you know, 60 miles or so out of LA is where I grew up. Um, so in my local area, yeah, darn straight, man. I was, that was my goal was to be better than all my friends, all my older brother's friends and just be the local hotshot. And that's what everybody aspired to. So it was tough because I had uh, my teacher, Jody, who was just a huge jazzer amazing guitarist but all of us were you know learning and wanting to play rock i'll meet you know myself and my friends and you know brothers and stuff and everybody you come across so i'm learning all these uh very complex theoretical uh concepts and these chords and and then after that and in between my lessons i'm listening to you know um you know, burn and and mistreated and and you fool no one and all that stuff from the purple stuff, you know, and Zeppelin and and all that good stuff. So I really, really um, knew where I wanted to go, but then I had to find a way to get there. You know, I, I had a lot of support from my mom. You know, she was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was was out working and supported the family. She was a huge support. She was a classical pianist amazing wonderful pianist but she understood my love for music and the instrument and so she was so supportive really supportive my dad on the other hand he was from a different school you know you go to school get your education go out get a job support your family so he despised the fact that I spent every waking moment practicing so I had you know stuff I had to do you know if I wanted to get to point uh B or A or whatever, if I wanted to get to my destination, I practiced all day. When my dad got home from work, I'd see him pulling up. When I knew he was going to get home from work, it was the same time every day, that's when I would move my practicing or playing out to the kitchen, uh, and I would play at the table because I could look out the window, see him pull up. Now, mind you, I was, I was already playing three, four hours already, ever since school let out. As soon as I saw him pull up, I ran back to my bedroom, put my guitar away, um, you know, had my books laid out, so it looked like I was doing my homework. He comes in, hey son, how you doing? Ah, oh, great, Dad. You done with your homework? Absolutely. Do you mind if I play my guitar a little bit? You sure you're finished with your homework? Yes, I am. And then he'd be okay. And then I would play for another one and a half, two hours. But that's what I had to do to get to where I wanted to be. So you know, it, which was great, you know. And then I found out when I got a little older that there's. You know, the guitar players in L.A., and my uncle was a drummer, a great drummer, but he used to say, too, there's just monster players in L.A., monster players in L.A. And, yeah, to this day, there there is. So then now you're, you're not the big fish in a small pond. Now you're a small fish in a big pond. So when I was playing in L.A. and on the, the strip uh, on Sunset, um, it was competitive, man. And you had to have the image, which I didn't really dig, but you had to have the chops, which I had you know, in the, in the style. So it was really interesting. So you really need to know where you want to go. If you just want to go for a short drive down the street, play a couple chords, you know, and, and stuff, that's fine. You know, 
uh, and that's, you know, I can get you there. You know, it's easy to get there. You can probably get yourself there without me. You know, go on YouTube, learn a couple chords, you know, get your, your strumming hand uh, comfortable and you're there, you know. Uh, intermediate, I can help you there as well. You know, we can do some stuff that, you know, uh, a lot of efficient work in a short period of time, you know, because, you know, time is, is limited. So you got to make the most of it be the most efficient you can. Now, if you want to get down, if the guitar is part of your DNA, guys, and it's just you and you can't live without it, um, then, you know, we can, I can get you there too, you know, and I can help you relate to that because it does change who you are um, as a person and the way you see life and the way you express yourself. It is an, a gift from the heavens, man, I'll tell you. So really the gist of everything and what I want you guys to, to uh, walk away with from this podcast is you just keep in mind, you don't have to set it in stone, but have your, your destination you know, in mind, you know, where are you going to go? How do you want to get there? It's all good. Um, and then what, then it's, what are you going to do to get there? And, uh, we will be discussing those on the next and following podcasts. All right, guys. So take care, have a good one and, uh, leave some comments below, uh, subscribe if you like it. Um, I do read the comments and it does help me, uh, any subjects you want me to cover, let me know. And I'll be seeing you guys on the next episode. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's a specific topic relating to the guitar or any aspect of playing music, even band-related issues, leave a comment below and let me know what you'd like to talk about. If you could take a moment to rate and subscribe to the podcast, I would definitely appreciate it. Developing your skills can take a lot of time and it can be pretty lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Check out guitaralchemy.net, enter your name and email address, check out some of the stuff I have for you there, and we'll venture on this journey together.